Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, October 31st, and it's a crazy day of sacrifice, so if you're doing Halloween, I would suggest you repent. It's pretty bad. But anyway, it's here, and we've got to pray against it, and we will today for sure. Before we begin, Patriots, make sure you're taking a good protection of your home and taking it very seriously in this day of uncertainty. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. So as you've probably been keeping track, the nonsense with the Pelosi household continues as they continue to spin the story. Because what we really know, and we were pretty certain we know anyway, is that Nancy Pelosi's husband picked up on a man that who looks like he was part of the Nancy Pelosi film crew that tried to frame the January 6th protesters, and he took him home to plug him in the butt because that's what rich people do. They all plug each other in the butt. And in the process, somehow things got a little out of hand, and strangely, um, Pelosi's husband apparently got beat up with a hammer. But here's what's really strange is that the New York Post put in a post that said that Paul Pelosi was dead. They posted that he died. Now, if that's the case, then plugging in the butt wasn't exactly what they had intended to do. My guess is if, in fact, Pelosi's husband is dead, then that was likely a ritual sacrifice that was done, and they tried to use it in their greatest honor to their deceitful, lying God by lying and saying it was MAGA, but MAGA, who's supposed to be some MAGA person is what they're trying to suggest, crazed MAGA person that lives in a bus and plugs people in the butt, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that story's not sticking, and Paul Pelosi is, it looks like if he is dead, then in, what, and in truth, if that, if that report by New York Post, which did come up very early on, and those are the ones to pay attention to because that means somebody slipped with the truth, but if that report is true, then what, what, what you've witnessed is a ritual sacrifice by the occult which is right in line with how the worship of Baal and Moloch works, which would have been to sacrifice Pelosi's husband ahead of the elections to give her more spiritual power to lead the demons to victory and in so doing to potentially even giving her the power to ascend to the throne of the United States. Because when you sacrifice a husband or a first son, that's very significant, especially if they're older. So anyway, there's a... I would just highly recommend that if you are going to have somebody over to your home, it's probably not a good idea to pick somebody up at a bar who lives in a bus who likes to plug people in the butt. It's probably not a good idea. So that's just a word of warning. 
and recommendation for you on this crazy eve of sacrifice and uh, just some wisdom passing that along for whatever that's worth. Patriots, it is a day of sacrifice, and I don't want this to be overstated. I don't think we can overstate this enough. There is literally children in holding right now, when I say that, in the holding of the elites that live in constant fear, that are constantly tortured, and on these days, they have no idea who is going to be sacrificed. These are days of sheer terror for them. They don't understand if it's going to be them. They know that they could be abused today, ritual, ritual torture, or they could be ritually sacrificed. The whole idea, and I think it really sums up well here in this piece by Laura Logan of what we're dealing with as we lead into prayer. Take a listen to this and some research she is currently doing. But I don't get it. The children. You just, mm-hmm. you got to, I still have, I have such a problem with this. You got to explain this one to me. And he said, um, well, first of all, you're looking at it the wrong way. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, they don't define children the way you do. They don't define the world the way you do. The choices that you face are not their choices, right? They have, a, they look at it completely differently. And, uh, and I said, well, okay, so how do they look at it? And he said, for them, everything is defined by their one fundamental all-consuming purpose. I said, which is what? He said, to defeat God, right? Because this is the moment, I mean, for them, it's about uh, the real God, the true gods are them and Satan, yeah. they're, mm. right? And so he said, children are, children are the closest thing on earth to God because mm. we are created in the image of God. And as, you know, from the moment we're created, we haven't had time to, uh, to you know, to be corrupted and destroyed. So for them, the younger you are, the closer you are to God, the more pain they can inflict on God. So the more you can make a baby or a small child suffer, the greater your victory over God. And that is the only consideration for them. Outside of that doesn't exist. Christ was given the reign of heaven and earth the reign of earth was given to the sons of men. When I see things, I'm always like, Father, fix this. How about if this? How about if we start taking dominion over this and acting like what we're supposed to be, which are the sons and daughters of God, and take this problem back? Patriots, let's pray. Father, we choose to come to you today and humble ourselves before you, understanding very clearly that what we're facing in this point in time is a misconception of reality. So much of what we're struggling with is misunderstanding that we have authority and dominion over all evil. And yet the brainwashing and complete deceit of so many pulpits has been that we are simply supposed to turn to you, wait for you, and have you fix it for us. People have lost their way in working in kingdom authority. People have not even been taught how to walk in kingdom authority. So, Father, we begin today just repenting before you for having lost our way and for not choosing to walk with kingdom authority on this earth, which was given to us to reign by the sons of God, your children, 
under our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Father, this is a time when we pray that that deep understanding, that wisdom for those that seek you, for those that seek that deep and intimate relationship with you, their eyes and hearts will be open to the reality of what it is to walk in the authority of the kingdom. That we have been essentially deputized by Jesus himself to assume authority over all evil. And on this day, Father, we assume authority over all evil. For those with eyes to see and ears to hear, this is a day that we take back in the name of the kingdom. This is not a day that will continue as a day of celebration of sacrifice. For those that are walking out here naively, walking and celebrating the demonic realm, thinking it's fun, mocking the demons, forgetting that you have warned us not to invoke demons, not to invite demons in. We put ourselves before you and we pray for their repentance. We pray for the errors that have been made. Father, we, we truly extend our love to all of the people out here. We just pray that they can start having an understanding of what it is to walk within the love of you and to start, stop walking within the love of themselves. We rebuke the power of any power that exists and has been claimed by, by demons and evil on this day. We rebuke it in the name of Christ Jesus on the blood of the cross. And we take this day back in the name of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the kingdom, and of the blood of the cross. This day, this day of their sacrifice is, will be no more. It will now be a kingdom day. And we declare this as authority, as the sons and daughters of heaven, authority given to us by our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, as we walk with the authority and the kingdom on this day to make sure that this day never, ever again will have the power of the evil and the demonic that it so currently claims. We pray that on this day, that the army of angels that can come and join us in this fight will not only rebuke and expel the demonic forces, but free people's hearts so they can begin to turn their eyes once again to heaven and see the glory in Jesus, our King and Savior. That they can begin to stir, to seek him, and not the foolishness of their selfish hearts to cast away the scales that have put on their eyes, that have turned them away from heaven instead and turned their eyes into the dirt land, the ground that we currently walk on, and instead return them in these prayers today to the glory of the realms that sit above and beyond our reach. Father God, in this day of this time, with such a dark hour, we pray for the children that are being held we pray for the children that are sitting here unknowing that they're loved deeply, that they, Jesus loves them infinitely, that you love them infinitely, Father. And Father, pre, please hear our prayers that they are loved by us. We just pray that these children can find that res, resolve within them as they sit in these dark hours, some not knowing if they'll be sacrificed tonight or not. And Father, we pray for the army of angels to come down, and on this day, we we ask for heaven to bring down all the force that it can as 
authority under as has been given to us, we are praying to you, Father, to rain down an army of angels and to save every child that sits on this cusp of terror and of sacrifice this night, to save them truly, Father, from this pain. And in this time, Father, we ask that you will continue to lead this lead the strength in us to walk as we walk powerfully in this time to reclaim the power of the kingdom on this earth. Father God, this is a time that shakes us all, a time that as we walk, we walk with pain in our hearts, knowing what has happened and what has shaken. We are asking, Father, that the judgment be drawn now against the evil. As we know that as in heaven as is here, we must now, Father, ask that this, this day is shaken and ripped from the hands of evil. It is restored as a day of celebration and kingdom and the joy and the love that the kingdom can bring. Guide us, Father, in these times. Protect us. Lead us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'll say this, patriots. The one thing that we have to do is we have to start taking hold of the power of what God gave us. And it is, a, it is time that we walk boldly. Someone just asked me to read Psalm, I think it was 149.6. I don't know if that's true. Let me go back and check. Check again. But I'm going to, 149.6 to 9. So I'm going to see what this is about. What are we going to read about 6 to 9? Somebody wants me to read 149.6 to 9. So bear with me while I bring this up. And we'll see what this has to say. I tell you, it's doing this on the line sometimes drives me crazy. So this is a day, Patriots, that we really have to be, be focused on what our authorities are and what we're here for. All right, so 149.6 to 9. The high praises of God shall be in their mouths and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punish on the punishment on the peoples to bind their kings with chains and their dignitaries with shackles of iron to execute against them the judgment written this is an honor to his his godly to his godly ones praise the lord so the whole psalm reads and I'll read the whole thing sing a new song to the lord and his praises in the congregation of the godly ones Israel shall be joyful in his maker, and the sons of Zion shall rejoice in, the, in their king. They shall praise his name with dancing. They shall sing praises to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will glorify the lowly with salvation. The godly ones shall be jubilant in the glory. They shall sing for joy in their beds. The high praises of God shall be in their mouths and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their dignitaries with the shackles of iron, to execute against them the judgment of written. This is an honor to his godly ones. Praise the Lord. I have to do a little more research on that because godly on this is constantly put in low case, which is reflective of something else. So I'm going to do a little more digging on that particular verse. Just cautioned on that one. So, patriots, this day is it needs to be a day that we proclaim in the name of the Lord. 
And any day we can do that. But this in particular, because what we keep doing is we keep complying with their garbage. We're forgetting that we have kingdom authority. And, I, and I'm really stressing this hard these days because we truly have forgotten it and the churches don't teach it. Christ has been given the authority over heaven and earth and earth was given to the sons of men. Now, to the godly sons of men. Now, so if we are walking in this place and we are constantly invoking submission to the the holidays and the things that the cult, the occult is doing, we're giving our heavenly authority to Lucifer. We have to walk with kingdom authority. And as kingdom authority, that means that we walk on this day as who we are. But, you know, again, I am so brutal on the church here because there's so much indoctrination of stupidity about how you are not worthy, you are not worthy, whatever. We are completely worthy. The difference is that we do sin, and hence that's the reason that Christ died on the cross, was to give a blanket contract in blood that would forgive us of our sins, but that's where the work begins. Because it's from there that as we work forward, we release the contracts that were made in our sinfulness through the demonic, to the demonic side, and in so doing, as we walk, we reclaim our authority and kingdom authority on this earth. And as kingdom authority, there is nothing that the demons or the demonic can do that we cannot stop. This isn't about arrogance. That's why I've made a change, and it was a recommended change. Brad Cummings talked to me today, and it was a great insight. He says, you start your prayers with, I humble myself. And he, or we humble ourselves before you. And he says, I'm going to recommend a small wording change for a very particular reason. He says, I'm going to suggest that you say, Father, we choose to humble ourselves before you because humility is our choice. It's not something that God gives us. We have to choose to be humble before him. And as we humble ourselves by choice before Father God, we are putting ourselves closer and closer to the reclaiming of the power of the kingdom that is given to us. Repentance, forgiveness, humility. Repentance, forgiveness, humility. This is a triad that gives us incredible power in this earth. And as we walk in that authority, we are not bound by any of the evil here. And in fact, we go further by releasing the binds that others are held by this evil. We must rebuke it. We must rebuke it in the name of Christ Jesus. We must rebuke it in the blood of the cross. Now, patriots, I did have somebody call me today who I deeply trust and we were having a conversation about this, and what they said is, I've had this word from God. I'm passing this on to you because I think it's very relevant from what we talked about last night. And they said, you need to let everyone know to put a bloodline around their homes and their families because we are in a war now where the death angel has been released. Now, you take that for what it's worth. You don't want to believe that. It's your choice. Just going to remind you about the 145 people in South Korea that got so mangled and crushed that they couldn't separate the bodies. I'm sorry, but that's not normal. And they're trying to show you that it's normal in all the footage because they're trying to show you all these people were packed together. So when they crushed these other, these 145 people, it was normal that they couldn't separate the bodies. No, that isn't normal. That was 
probably like some sort of death wraith or something going on over there. That was a Halloween celebration, by the way. So what I'm suggesting, someone just asked how to do a bloodline. It's very simple. Walk your edge of your property. Pray to have a bloodline of heaven placed in protection of your property that will go infinitely up and infinitely down and will be established forever to protect the property, your family, and all that was within. And walk that, and I would suggest you as well pray that the, that the property that you're on be returned to the power of the kingdom and that you submit yourself as steward of the land and ask for anything that is that was any sin, any curse, anything that was put on that land to be healed and humble yourself in repentance and carry that repentance to the cross on your shoulders. I hope that helps because that's... And make sure you're doing it in the blood of Jesus. Okay? That is what... That is what binds this. So I refuse to refer to this day as anything other than a day of a kingdom day. And we will take it back. And if you will join me in the power of the kingdom as we go through this day, proclaim this day to be kingdom day, rebuke all evil, rebuke all demonic work, and pray for the salvation and saving of our children. This is kingdom day. So patriots, it's a kingdom day. Let's enjoy that. Let's celebrate that with the glory of the Lord. Carry the power of Jesus with us. Walk powerfully in this world. Proclaim this world in every step you take as a a step in the world that you are reclaiming for the kingdom. For you have the authority of the kingdom. Christ Jesus, but authority is going to be given to those that choose to humble themselves before God. That will repent their sins before the cross will walk in truth and will accept Christ Jesus in their heart for all that it is. It's essential. So today with those that can walk that way and, and walk with the Holy Spirit everywhere that this is heard, proclaim this day to be kingdom day and we shall cancel whatever demonic day they think it is and we're reclaiming it in the name of Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us, and God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom subdue the enemy mission forward patriots i'll see you tonight for bards fm we're going to get into an interesting discussion tonight about soul cocooning and what the demonic does and how that relates to the vaccine disaster bioweapon thing that they're shooting into everybody so until then or until the next time god bless and out for now We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war 
and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 